I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Thursday, January the 11th. You know today is uh, Brian Hanks' birthday eve, right? Jesus, Brian. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not Jesus. No, I'm Brian. Brian, okay? <laughs> don't you have enough going on that you don't have to pat your own back on the day before your birthday? Tomorrow's a huge day. Let's don't pat you on the back. You've got a, one shopping day left before my birthday, okay? I got no shopping days left. <laughs> no shopping days left. Hey, today, and on top of all that, today is our, this is hour two of episode 999 of the Brian Hanks Show presented yep. by Lenore Community College. Tomorrow, episode 1000. But listen, if you missed the first hour of today's show, man, you missed a really good hour. Got you caught up with everything that's going on in the world of sports. In our neck of the woods, uh, we talked to Wells Gulledge. We talked to Jamal Kroom from uh, uh, Goldsboro High School. Wells Gulledge, obviously, from Ashley uh, High School in uh, in Wilmington. They Both those programs will be part of the Brandon Ingram annual MLK showcase that'll be taking place on Saturday. And you sent me a text. I didn't get a chance to get to it, but uh, I wanted yeah. you to expound on it. I mean, uh, to tell everybody, if you think you're going to get to Kinston at 7 o'clock for a 7.30 uh, Kinston-Goldsboro game on Saturday, folks are badly mistaken, aren't they? Yeah, it's not going to happen. You know, the first game's at 12. It's a $20 um, admission. You can stay all day. There's food and concessions, plenty uh, for everybody. A lot of good basketball. And there is no re-entry. If you walk out, you got to pay to get back in. So people will hang around. They will want to hang around when they spend that $20. So if you want to see Kent's and Goldsboro, you're going to have to get there mid-afternoon. And why not? I mean, think about these great games. I mean, how about South Mech? This is one that surprised me. South Mecklenburg, that's the game right before Kenson's yep. game. Uh, coached by, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I said Christopher Bradshaw. Having a brain toot here. Former Kenson uh, <laughs> assistant coach, McDonald, Chris McDonald. Yep. And uh, Marquise Grant, former yep. Kenson star, is his assistant coach, too. They are uh, – have you seen how good they're playing this year? No, I haven't. They're one of Charlotte's have. best teams. They're 13-1 really? and one right now. Really? Yeah, wow. and having a great season. But South Mac, that is a game right before ours. That's a 4A contender in the state of North Carolina coming right here to Kenson. They'll be taking on Coastal Christian. Coach George Stackhouse in Westover. Everybody remembers Coach Stackhouse yep. from his time here. They're taking on a Northern Nash team that uh, is pretty good. good. and beat Kenston the first time they played this Very year. Very good Northern Nash team. Uh, so, anyway, my point being, uh, I'm backing up your point, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say there, Jason. If you, think, I love what you said in your text, though, but uh, essentially it was, don't think you're going to show up at 7 o'clock no. and just stroll right in and sit in your usual seat. It's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be an all-day it's a great event. There's tons of stuff going on. Um, just get there early. That's all I can say. But uh, and again, six games on Saturday: Hereford County versus New Life Christian at uh, noon. Ashley, you heard of Wells Gulledge in our first hour, taking on a very solid St. Paul's team. That game is at one thirty, three o'clock. Eastern Randolph versus Swansboro. You think we'll see a great? We'll have a Greg Clemens appearance, maybe. I don't know, maybe. That's it. You know, he does a PA for uh, yeah. Swansboro High yeah. School. I don't know, maybe. So hopefully we'll see him. Westover versus Northern Nash at four thirty, six o'clock. We'll have South Mech 
versus Wilmington uh, Coastal Christian, and then uh, the game of the night, of course, Kenson versus Goldsboro. And to talk to us about all that here in about 10 minutes or so, we're going to have Donald Ingram Good. joining us here. Good. Uh, but before we do that, I wanted to – dude, I'm going to try to quick hit on a yeah, ton of stuff Yeah, we've got to go a thousand different places. Yeah, I know. I want to ask you about Nick Saban. I mean, that news broke last night as yeah, we were but, on our way over to Kenson. You know, I got a family in Alabama, so I tend to lean Bama in the SEC before anybody else. Connor and I have been down there. Greatest college football coach of all time? Why not? Why not? I wanted your opinion. Who would be in that conversation? Bear? I mean, I mean, you ha- somebody would have to tell me some make a very good argument. Otherwise, I mean, he's won, he's won at LSU national championship at LSU and at Alabama. So that's two different schools with national championships. And what he's done at Alabama, bringing them back to um, prominence after a uh, a drought, so to say, f- for a little bit. Um, it's going to be hard. The way college football's changed, I understand why he's leaving, but he's really leaving at an unstable time in college football with the NIL money, with the free agency that's going on. There's no real legislation that regulates all this stuff. So, you know, the next guy, oh. <laughs> It'd be like following Dean Smith. It's going to be like following Mike Krzyzewski. It's going to be like following Bear Bryant. You know I mean? Yeah. These coaches. By the way, trivia here for you. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I get to tax your brain this early. Right. With his retirement yesterday, who is right now an active, the active head coach with the most coaching wins right now in college football? Whew. And I didn't know until I saw it. And I knew I just I wanted to test you on it and see if you uh, – I don't know. Let me think about it. I'm not Googling you. I trust you. My phone's here, but yeah. let me think while while we talk about something else because I want to put some thought into this because I think okay. I, I'm not saying I can nail oh, it. Oh, you know who it is. Is it Mac Brown? Ding, ding, ding. If I had, yep, Mac Brown is the winningest head football coach in college football right now. Active, active winningest coach, which yeah. that one, uh, it doesn't surprise me that much. I mean, he had a great. Well, the first you know, thing, the first thing my mind went to, uh, if I'm being honest, it's like traditional schools. But then I was like, Notre Dame, Penn State, those guys yeah. are relatively new. Yeah, even Harbaugh at Michigan, I mean. Yeah, Ohio State's Ryan Day. So, yeah. I mean, there's nobody. And then I was like, and then it just hit me. I was like, Mac Brown. <laughs> Mac Brown is the winningest coach. Uh, did you hear my analogy this morning? I know you were driving to Munchkins to school this morning, but uh, about the Pete Carroll thing where Pete Carroll was just <laughs> splashed all over the news yesterday. And then when Nick Saban's announcement came out, Who's Pete Carroll? It's I mean, kinda, it was kind of it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Well, I did sort of uh, the comparison. Do you remember the day that Michael? Were you not listening then? No, oh, this is awesome. The day Michael Jackson died, mm-hmm. we'd had a a huge death, and especially to folks like me and you, maybe not you so much. You're not as old as I am, but do you remember who died the same day that Michael Jackson died? Uh, Farrah Fawcett. Did she? And it was just, see, you didn't, it, yeah. it, it surprises you right now. Dude, that was like the big news. Fair Fawcett passed away. And, you know, she died of cancer and all of us were all heartbroken yeah. and everything. And then the Michael Jackson news came out like four hours later. So she didn't even get her flowers. It's almost like, and I'm not saying Pete Carroll dying or anything like yeah, that, but Pete Carroll didn't get his coaching flowers except for about two hours. And then the Nick well, Saban news comes out. Well, I mean, true serum. What do you think about Pete Carroll? I like Pete Carroll. See, I think he's a POS. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of stuff yeah 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 there you go i mean i got I, I mean honestly it doesn't hurt my feelings at all because i have no respect for him Real? why is that why, why is, that? is that because yeah. he destroyed southern california okay and left in the in the middle of the night to go to the nfl and just i mean they still haven't recovered from that 
I'll give you that. And, and, no, no, I, you're how passionate many, about it. I can appreciate it. How many years that. has he been gone? Think about the Reggie Bush disaster. You know, all of those teams, I mean, USC for a, for a four- or five-year period was what Alabama is. Yeah. is Was what Georgia, like, you didn't want to play him. Yeah. It was like. It was almost Everybody like, wanted to go there. It was almost like the Showtime Lakers back in the day. Like, that was it. And then it starts crumbling. He sees it. He leaves, bolts for the NFL, and there's. Tell me they've recovered, uh, dude. I, I respect it. No, I'm in all sincerity. I respect what you're saying. I mean, they're trying to with Lincoln Riley out there, but I don't know. I, I mean, I good for Lincoln Riley for getting that big check, but I mean, college football's changed, man. Oh, dude, and and I don't know. Nick Saban going going now. I think it's going to get even worse. I compared him leaving and. He just seemed tired over the last few years, over the last two or three yeah. years. Yeah, he's not won a national championship in three years and all that, but I compared it to Roy when Roy yeah. left Carolina, and I love Roy, and I know you're a Duke fan. You've yeah. actually even got your Duke gear on yeah. right now, but you respect Roy. You've worked with him oh, so do. many times, oh, you know, I do. helping yeah, him I mean, in the gym and all that. Yeah, I mean, he's – You've had behind-the-scenes access to him that other people haven't had. Yeah, I mean, I talked junk to him. He yeah. smiled. He laughed at me. Um <laughs> But, I mean, he's just a great guy, and he understands. But do you not compare that? I guess my point in even well, bringing that up was that Roy just – I think Roy just got tired. Well, think about it, Brian. I mean, you're you're what, 55? Yeah, be 55, tomorrow. Be 55 tomorrow. <laughs> so think about it. You know, our, our lives are not the same. They're not high profile. They're not high stress. But if I come to you at 55 versus coming to you at 45, and we're going to – we're going to change all the rules and everything you do, right? Mm-hmm. And so many uncertainties. And are you going to want to start all over, learn a whole new way to do things? Or are you just going to say, hey, you know what? I've pulled my time. I'm done. No, dude. You've been teaching me radio. I mean, I got out of newspapers after being in it. I'm being serious here for Yeah, but you understand the similarities of what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, he's 72 years old. It's changed. Roy, yeah. however old he was, it's changed. Do you want to reinvent yourself and start all over? And it's hard for those guys because they've done it the same way for so long. They've been successful. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel sorry. Um, I heard you – I did get in the car when y'all were talking about Dabo. I don't think that's going to happen. Real? Okay. No. That was my next natural question to you. Who do you think is the next one not Dabo? I don't think – I don't know, but not Dabo. In my opinion, he can't handle it. Okay. If Saban would have retired two years ago, Dabo's the guy because – but this year's been hard for Dabo. He kind of lost it a little bit on some some boosters and running his mouth, and the pressure got to him. And if you think it's hard at Clemson, it's even harder at Alabama. He can't handle that. Clemson he, is JV compared to Alabama and, or Georgia. And let's or, look at the facts, too. It's not always about the X's and O's as it is the Jimmy and the Joes. He ain't had the Jimmy and the Joes the last two years at Clemson. There's a reason for that. There's something that's not appealing that the kids that were going to him before are going to him now. So I just – I don't think it – personally, two, three, four, five years ago, if Saban, I would have I would have been on the Dabo bandwagon to have him there, but the past two years have shown me a different side of him that I I just wouldn't want. You're the Alabama AD. I'm, I'm crowning you the Alabama AD here for the next three minutes here, uh, Jason Bryant. Who is the uh, who? Who are you going after to be your next coach? Don't know. Okay. I, I I really don't. No, 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 that's cool. That's cool. You know, if Lincoln Riley would have stayed at Oklahoma and not made this jump and huge, I think, and had a better year at Oklahoma, I think he's. But I mean, it's got to be, 
It's not going to be Jim Harbaugh. No. I'm just saying, I'm throwing names at you. I'm just Once throwing again, names. Alabama's yeah. different. Do you want all the baggage that comes along with that after what he's done? He's leaving Michigan. You think so? Yeah, he's leaving it, but he's going NFL. Okay. He, they're going to. I'm not saying he cheated, but all the all the negative stuff. But you got to think about it, Brian. If Michigan really believed in Jim Harbaugh or Harbaugh, whatever, (laughs) I'm 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 twisting my. I was thinking about Goldsboro, but anyway, yeah. Um, if they really believed in him with the alumni base and all the money that Michigan has, they would have gone all in on him, defended him against the Big Ten, this cheating thing, and they would have had his back. They didn't have his back. Yeah. They just didn't. No, 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 no. I agree with and you. I agree with So you. that tells me there's a little something. But, hey, man, he did what he was hired to do. He brought a national championship back to his alma mater. I think he jumps to the NFL. I think it's perfect timing. And then I think there might be something coming down the pipeline from the NCAA for, for Michigan. But he'll be gone. That'd be so funny if they stripped their uh, their championship, which I don't know if they would be that extreme. But so again, no no names jump out at you. No, I mean, what name jumps out at you? Jim Harbaugh. That's na- honestly Dabo first. Uh, Keith King sent me that this morning. I I thought about it yesterday, and then Jim Harbaugh just he wants to get out of me. I agree. He I don't think he's going to be the Michigan head football coach. I really don't. But what talk about moving from one primo job to another you win a national championship in michigan you go to alabama and i don't think they would miss a beat with him i agree with you he's got a lot of baggage he he, he's got two buses worth of baggage okay but if you wanted a coach who knows how to win who obviously knows how to win who what was alabama's last loss yeah to michigan you know i mean and that tends to stay in people's heads don't get me wrong i like michigan's um style of football it's old school it's we're going to run the football first. We're going to do things off of it. I like that. Yeah, they're very physical in defense. So I would like a traditional coach. What I don't want to see at Alabama is running a play every thirteen seconds <laughs> and just throwing side passes and and letting people run. I hate that style of football. Yeah, um, well, very good. Well, I tell you what, we are going to uh, get uh, Donald Ingram up here on the line with us, the uh, architect of the Brandon Ingram MLK. But before we do that, let's talk about UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit the comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. Some exciting news you told me the other day. Uh, they're, they're with the Brian Hanks Show for how much longer now? To June, through June, first six months. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Jason, for that. And thank yep. you, uh, like I said, to UNC Lenore Healthcare for that. And another person who is a big fan of UNC Lenore Healthcare, and he just doesn't demonstrate it with his with his mouth, Jason Bryan. He demonstrates it with uh, the just taking care of all the people. I'll never forget that day over at UNC Lenore Healthcare when Donald Ingram Santa and Claus. his wife, yep, uh, gifted almost one thousand pairs of shoes yep. to uh the folks over at unc lenore healthcare one of the proudest days i know for them it had to be a proud day for you too wasn't it donald ingram 
Yes, sir. Good morning. Uh, very proud. Uh, very happy to do it. There was a lot going on during that time, you know, with the COVID situation. And and uh, that was just one of our ways of uh, giving back to the local community healthcare workers. Well, I have told you this. Linda's got a niece that works for UNC Lenore Healthcare. And uh, that meant the world to her. She proudly wore those. I, hell, she's probably still even wearing them today, Donald. But I remember how proud she was of that. So that personally impacted us, too, and uh, our family over here. But listen, uh, good morning. Welcome to the show this morning. We've got the big Brandon Ingram MLK uh, showcase that's going to be taking place on Saturday over at Kinston High School. And I tell you what, uh, you've got me and Jason Bryant here this morning here, D.I. I just want to turn you loose and just, uh, I know this is your baby, uh, just like your children. This is almost like one of your children, this whole event that you put on over there. Uh, just uh, I, just get us called up, all the great things that are going to be taking place on Saturday over there, Donald. Well, first of all, I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone's support. Uh, I wanted to bring something a little bit closer to Kinston and in Kinston because Kinston has a fan base that really gets out and travel. And uh, not only just Kinston, I mean, you know, Lenoir County, Pitt County, all the surrounding counties, you know, when it comes to sports, whether it's football or basketball, uh, they get out and travel. And, and a lot of these events are taking place uh, west of Kinston. They're in Raleigh or Greensboro or Charlotte. So um, I wanted to give everyone an opportunity to uh, be local and be able to uh, attend just a big of an event as you would if you had got out and traveled. Uh, this event is something that is near and dear to me for one because it's representing the MLK weekend. And uh, also it's got my son's name attached to it. So uh, it's also given uh, the players the opportunity for, uh, to, for recruitment for college coaches to either stop by and see the talent competing against one another, or they can stream it uh, because we do have media outlets that comes in and um, record and, you know, prepare uh, some type of DVD video or the entire game uh, so uh, they can help out with recruitment. But it means a lot to me, you know, for the support of the people to come out and show that they're really into basketball and really into supporting Kinston and supporting the event. Donald, I think I, I tell you all the time how excited I am to be a part of that event and, and to be at Kinston High School. And, you know, nobody works harder than you do at, you know, highlighting Kinston. But what's the biggest thing that you look forward to? And I know it's a lot of hard work. We talked the other night. Um What's the thing that you look forward to the most when you wake up that morning on Saturday morning and you know what the event's about? It's got Brandon's name on it. You and Joanne are so heavily tied to it, and you're you're there all day long because the first thing I'm thinking is, man, I can't wait to see everybody, but I know my feet are going to be hurting when I get home at 10 o'clock tonight. Well, you know, when I see the smiles on everyone's faces and then you're bringing back, uh, you know, these coaches that, either played for uh, the institution, Kenston High, and they they have gone on to coach, and they're coming back competing against one another. Uh, 
yes, there's a lot of hard work in it, but when you can see the gratitude that everybody has on just showing back up at that gym and, and uh, the communication that they have, and uh, it's, it's like a reunion. Uh, we're a family, you know, Kinston Viking family. And then you have outside teams that come in and they love it and they ask to come back. Uh, it really, it, it really resonates that all the hard work and the aches and pains and being tired, you know, it's really worth it. Uh, so I love it. I love getting up and, and I love putting this together. I love the phone calls that come in and the volunteers that want to be a part of helping. That means a lot because I don't have to go out and solicit and try to find volunteers. A lot of times they'll come to me uh, that wants to be a part of it. So it shows what it means to the community and and uh, it really gives Kenston. It's a small town. It's a basketball town. And it shows how much they want to be a part of it as well. So it's, it's a lot of gratitude, and, and I really look forward to it. This lineup of uh, teams that you guys have brought in, that you've brought in this year, Donald, is insane. I mean, it's incredible. We've got teams from Fayetteville, uh, Fayetteville from Wilmington, from Swansboro, Hereford County. Uh, one of the best teams in Charlotte this year in South Mecklenburg, who's 13-1 and one right now coming into this. And, of course, the big rivalry game of Kinston versus Goldsboro in the uh, the final game of uh, the event. Just uh, You kind of alluded to it a little bit there, Donald, about it's getting to where you're not having to go out there and recruit teams to come in and play in this. They're wanting to play in it. That's got to put a smile on your face. And just talk about this uh, just amount of talent and uh, the just – where all these teams are coming from on Saturday, Donald? Well, a lot of advertising at this day and time, you know, is word of mouth. Um, you know, we do advertise with social media, but, you know, as good as this tournament has been since we got started, a lot of word of mouth has really brought on teams contacting us that want to be a part of it. Uh, those teams that you named out, Yes, they are powerhouses. There have been some teams that uh, we just had to turn down because, you know, we'd, we're running a one-day tournament. And and uh, six games, we added on an extra game. Uh, last year, it was five games. The year before last, it was five games. So we added on an extra game. But there's some teams that we just had to turn down because we don't do a, uh, a two-day tournament. Or, or as of yet, we haven't started doing a two-day tournament. Um, there's a lot of good talent that's going to be coming in and we try to match up these teams as, as close as possible so we can make sure that the games are competitive all the way around. And it means a lot, you know, just to, uh, have that honor of uh, my son's name and people just wanted to be a part of it. Uh, in North Carolina, you know, you think about the, uh, it used to be the Glaxo uh, Invitational Tournament in Raleigh. And then John Wall took over. And that was a tournament that everybody expected to go to. You you were looking forward to uh, around Christmas time. Now, in January, we are getting that same type of reputation where things are reaching out to us because of word of mouth on how good of a tournament that we put on. Absolutely. Again, that voice you're listening to here on the uh, Brian Hank show this morning, that is Donald Ingram. He is the architect of the uh, Brandon Ingram MLK showcase. It's this Saturday 
at Kenston High School. First game is at noon. And uh, one of the things that Jason said in our first hour and even here in our second hour, Donald, that I think was a good point, but I think it would even have more weight coming from you too, is that, uh, man, if you think you're going to get there at uh, 6, 30, 7 o'clock and see Kenston and Goldsboro, you're pretty sadly mistaken, aren't you, Donald? That's correct. Uh, you have some people have contacted me already in regards to that particular game, which is a 7.30 start. My advice to them is <laughs> as soon as you can get out of bed and get there, take advantage of coming out to uh, the early game, which starts at 12 noon. Doors open up at 11.30. Uh, I did explain to them that the price of entry is going to be $20. But I also explained uh, that the $20 is a great price because you have six games that day. First game starting at 12 noon. The night cap game starts at 7.30. So six games, and you're looking at $3.33 a game. And that's about as cheap as you can get as far as coming out and seeing a complete day of basketball where you're paying $3.33 a game if you average it up. Um, so that's the price of entry. No pre-sale tickets. Uh, tickets are purchased at the door, first come, first serve. And I would definitely advise to get there early because we have a history on this tournament as to the capacity of Kenston High that holds 1,700 people, I believe. Last year, around 4 o'clock or 4.15, we had to stop people from coming in. Uh, it had already maxed out as far as the capacity. So most definitely, go ahead and get there. Now, we, do, we did schedule these teams where some are probably going to get back on the road, which will clear out some of the gym. But I, I wouldn't just count on that someone's going to clear out because once you get there and the environment is going to be great, the atmosphere is going to be great. We're going to have dance during uh, halftime. We're going to have music being played by the DJ. We're going to have um, drawings and giveaways. And Well, uh, I, I tell you what, Donald, I'm going to interrupt you for a second because I want you to delve into that. Don't just uh... – uh, glaze over that. Tell us about some of the things that are uh, that folks are going to be able to do. I mean, you shocked me the other day when you and I were talking, and you were telling me about the shoes, about the gear, uh, the fifty fifties, all this kind of stuff. If you don't mind, dive a little bit deeper into that, Donald. Well, um, so you know, we just didn't want to have a day of basketball where you're just sitting in the bleachers and you're waiting for game after game. So we wanted to have uh, the opportunity for people to exit out into the lobby. Uh, go to the tables that we're going to have set up. We're going to have uh, shoes on the table, uh, updated shoes. Uh, we'll have some Adidas brand-new shoes. We'll have some Nike uh, Jordan brand shoes. Um, we're going to have jerseys, uh, Ingram gear uh, up for sale. We're going to have uh, drawings for uh, the jersey. Also going to have... Uh, an opportunity for uh, tickets to be sold, tickets to be purchased in regards to two people that can attend a Pelicans basketball game. I'm going to put a twist on 
that I'm going to allow the person that wins the ticket, it's not going to be a particular game. It's not going to be, I'm going to pick the game for you. Uh, you pick the game of whether you want to go to New Orleans or whether you want to attend in California or wherever you are willing to travel. That's going to be the game that, that, uh, that I'm going to give you the two tickets for when it gets that time for the game to be played. So I think that's a great deal and a great opportunity. Whereas I'm not picking the game of the winner winning ticket for you to go to because it may not fit that person's particular date and schedule. So you tell me once, once that person wins that ticket, they just tell me what game they want to attend and I'll make sure that they, uh, get a ticket, get the two tickets for that game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Make, now, 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 the neat I'm, thing now is, is, is Donald going to attend that game with them? Because that would be really cool, dude. Uh, well, you know, whoever wins, I'll make sure that I attend that game. <laughs> I, I will clarify that this is not an all-expense-paid trip where I pay for the flight or the hotel, but I, I make sure that the person gets the two tickets. And, you know, being that it is me, I mean, they're going to get accommodated in the utmost 100% way. But, um, yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of merchandise. We're going to have a photographer there that's going to have a setup for a photo booth so you can walk in front of that photo booth and and uh she'll be able to take pictures it look like a, a large cell phone um we're gonna have girl scouts that's gonna be selling girl scout cookies and um also uh some ladies that's gonna be contestants for a, a miss jabberwock that's gonna be uh, a fundraiser so there's a lot of activities along with the concession stand with food all day. Just, uh, I think they're going to do um, Chick-fil-A boxes. It's gonna, they're going to go to Greenville, even though I was just closed down here. They're going to have some Chick-fil-A boxes ready. So there'll be a lot of live entertainment and uh, items up for sale. Well, that is awesome. Listen, Donald Ingram, uh, I know this is, like I said, uh, Jason said it before you even came on the air too, D. I mean, this is your baby. This is something that you take pride in. It's how one of the many ways that you and your family give what give back to uh, Kinston and Eastern North Carolina and Lenore County and all that. I, dude, you know how much I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to it. I know other folks are too. Just your final thoughts on this before we let you go this morning, Coach. Well, uh, you know, like I really appreciate the support uh, that everyone is pouring into this as well. The volunteers that coming out and, and willing to participate and giving up their entire day to, uh, to make this happen. You know, uh, we have a donation that we're going to make, uh, to the school. Um, we'll probably do that. I think we normally do that on the last game, uh, we should be around the Goldsboro, the Goldsboro and Kinston game prior to that tip-off. So we're going to make a donation to the school. And we also have uh, in mind um, for a particular, for United Way, we're going to we're gonna make a donation to them on a later date because I have something special that I wanted to do for them on a later date or whatever. But, you know, we, we definitely want to make sure that United Way is mentioned and, and not forgotten. Uh, we just went another route this time and everything, but donation for United Way is going to come this same year. Okay. Uh, so we'll do something special for them. 
So we wanted, I wanted to make sure I put it out there for them to know that we appreciate them and pre- appreciate everything they have done and continue to do for the community. Well, I can tell but, you, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Donald. But yes, I, I definitely wanted to make sure that, uh, that that be known. And, uh, I appreciate everybody's help and, and everybody's input and ideas and, and advice they've been giving me on this. Well, I, I'm going to pat myself. I'm going to let, we got to let you go, but I'm going to pat myself on the back on this one here. DI is that I have told you for the previous years, you don't charge enough for these tickets. I'm glad that you've, uh, <laughs> you've increased it by a little bit to help, uh, to help all these causes that you are, uh, giving this money to here, Donald. But, uh, I, who has told you the previous years? Hey, uh, Donald, you got to charge a uh, You got to charge a little bit more for these tickets. Yeah, well, you know, I, I really, um, I've, I've been told that a lot and everything. And to me, you know, the money, the money is no object. I mean, it's, it's because it's going to a good cause and, and, you know, we're putting a hundred percent of the money back into the, uh, to the system or back into the community. And, and, uh, you know, I'm even on the shirts that we're going to sell, uh, we had a shirt marked at $15. And when you go to other places, Shirts normally start off being thirty dollars, twenty-five to thirty dollars. Mine is fifteen dollars. The shoes that we're gonna have, uh, those are two hundred dollars shoes or one sixty. Uh, they're gonna be on the table for uh, seventy seventy bucks. I mean, I'm, I'm I cut everything in half. You know, the, the shoes it cut in half. I cut the price of the shirt in half. So, you know, we're a community where it's about it's about um, coming together with uh, a family-oriented or, community. And uh, it's the first of the year. And, and I know, you know, everybody's money in you know, this community is, is not not well prepared for a lot of the high prices. And, and uh, I just want to make sure that I stay within the budget of people that can come out and accommodate, you know, we accommodate them and it's affordable. So, I appreciate it. I just appreciate the smiling faces and I just want to make sure everybody's satisfied and come out and, and we can have a great time. And it is going to be awesome. Listen, Donald, thank you so much for joining Jason and I this morning here on the show. See you Saturday morning, buddy. Hey, I can't wait. Hey, listen, <clears throat> get those, uh, Donald, get those shoes and everything out there early on Saturday because uh, Jason and I want to do a little shopping before we start working. Okay. <laughs> Most definitely. They'll be on display. <laughs> sitting on the table, so you're going to, you're going to love them. Very All good. Right, Donald, thank you so much. We'll see you Saturday, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. See you Saturday. There thank you. Go. you. That's Donald Ingram. He's the architect of the uh, Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase event. Uh, that'll be Saturday, and we'll talk about that, of course, on tomorrow's show, too. We've got we've got about three or four minutes here. And how about this? We were talking about Nick Saban. We yes. were talking about Pete Carroll. Breaking news right now here on the Brian Hanks Show ESPN is reporting that Bill Belichick is leaving the New England Patriots after 24 years. So does it say good re- grief? Does it Jason. say in, does it say retiring or does it say leaving? It just said I'm reading directly from it. This is from Adam Schefter of uh, ESPN. 
Bill Belichick and the Patriots are expected to part ways Thursday. That's today. Yeah. After a remarkable 24 years together, ending an unmatched run in NFL history that included six Super Bowl titles, league sources are telling ESPN. And that is breaking news. I mean, as of the the past two minutes, three minutes. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I almost uh, peed myself when I held the computer up to show mm-hmm. it to you. We were trying to listen to Donald, and yeah. we were doing our best. But that's huge news, dude. What in the world? Okay, help me here, and I know it's an era of recency or, you know, when have we ever had three coaches retire in less than 24 hours to the likes of Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, and, well, Pete Carroll got fired, but still. Heck, even, let's just talk about the top two. We, that's not a, poor Pete Carroll. 24, is a, 24 years is a long time in one place. Dude, in the NFL? I mean, it, well, anywhere. Yeah. So, not surprising. He probably should have left when Brady left. Yeah. Well, and, have you seen the breakdown of his record before yeah. Brady and after Brady? It just and goes it, to show like you. It's sub 500. I mean, don't get Brady best of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Belichick put the right pieces around him, too, and he needs tremendous credit for that. And he just hasn't had – he he just hasn't had the horses the last couple of years. And uh, I don't know that Belichick's done, maybe an advisor role or a GM role somewhere. And he might still coach if they, if they would give him full control. But you know who wants him? What? The Panthers. Your Panthers want him from what I, I'm just telling you, from what you hear in Charlotte, from what you see on, you know, from the what interwebs. what you hear in Charlotte, you hear pe- people that don't know what they're talking about talking about it. Like me and you talking about where they're going to go. We don't know. And look, really, can you imagine his legacy? Yeah. I dude, I listen. He's gonna finish in Charlotte, dude. I'm just telling you what what you hear out there I mean, on the interwebs. I mean, I listen to a lot. Hey, I listen to a lot of VSIN and I listen to a lot of sports talk, and uh, I can't wait it, to see what the odds are going to be look, over where they think he's going to turn up. Robert Kraft, one of the best owners ever, and David Tepper. That te- who that tell the difference between he his can't even get out of his own shadow. So how proud are you? I I haven't had a chance. I mean. What, as a Panthers fan right now, that you've got this owner who is looking like he's the next Danny Snyder? It's um, I had really high hopes for him because I thought successful businessman been involved in Pittsburgh. He could bring something. He he ain't brought a damn thing from Pittsburgh. I know, dude. And I'm... truth be known, and there's probably you know non disclosure agreements or anything, but they probably ran him out of Pittsburgh because he is not. I mean, he's just not. Anybody, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for Jonathan. Jonathan Massey, who's a huge – Dude, just, he's even got ink on his shoulder. He's a big I'm Panthers just, fan, dude. I just feel bad for y'all. I'm still not sold on Bryce Young, but you got to give the kid a chance. He ain't have a chance, man. I know. He like, ran for no his chance. life the entire season, you know. Like Michael Penix Jr. was the other night. Man, that was something else. Uh, but Bill Belichick, I mean, 71. There's another 70-plus-year-old guy. All right, here – Here's the shocking move. Okay. Cowboys lose to the Packers on Sunday. Belichick will be in Jerry Jones' office for an interview Monday. Good God. McCarthy will be done. And I know you're and a Richard Dan, Clark fan like and, I am. And or, and or Dan Quinn slides immediately into Mike McCarthy's shoes because Dude. Jerry Jones doesn't, doesn't want to lose Dan Quinn. I'm more after Dan Quinn than I would be anybody. How old is he? For sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's middle-aged. I'll Google that real quick. How old? Oh, this is, is great Dan? radio. How I love old? it. Fifty-three. Yeah, 
Yeah, 53. Dude, I, I think people like hearing me type. I'm joking. Dude, <laughs> tomorrow, dude, listen, and I will say this a couple of times during the show. I'm glad I can say it with you sitting across from me right now that this show doesn't exist without you, dude. You were on me. I've said this a few times through the years. What and we've hit show 1,000. Yeah. And it doesn't exist without you, dude. And I love well, – don't get it twisted. I love John. I love Jonathan. This They're radio, an integral part of it. radio station, I'm going to let you announce it Monday. we got a big announcement for you Monday. Yeah. Um, so I'll let you handle that. But, I mean, this is the little station that could. Yeah. It's a little station that was simulcasting the big boy WRNS for years. We flipped it to Sports Talk. We've done all this. It's growing like crazy. Yeah. Get You're the in, guy out there selling the ads get and in, beating the streets, dude. Get involved with this radio station because it's – it's making a difference, and we're going to keep doing what we're you gotta doing. you got to be proud of what hey, – we've got to go. We're up yeah. against clock. But what V-SEN Oh, is, my God. Uh, yeah. And everything it's brought to us is yeah. great, man. It is awesome. Jason Bryant, thank you so much, dude. Yes, sir. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We will wrap up the 999th episode of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Thursday, January the 11th in the year of the Lord 2024. It's time to play the birthday game. Uh, first two days that we've played it so far this month, yesterday and Tuesday. Man, it's been dominant. Uh, Dawson started the year in the month out with a perfect game. Doggone Massey uh, wins 4-1 to one yesterday. It's, uh, it's all or nothing with you ladies. Well, first of all, when you say you ladies, I guess you're talking about Massey. That's how I got my job in the circus. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, but uh, it's been it's been fun so far. Uh, by the way, you do know today is uh, episode 999 of the Brian Hanks Show. It's also Brian Hanks' birthday eve. No such thing as a birthday eve. Why is there no such thing as a birthday eve? I've never heard it before. It is, but it's Hank's birthday eve. It's also, like I said, show 999. So tomorrow, the big 1,000th show of uh, Brian Hank's show. Going to have some special guests uh, on. Uh, you guys, are, you're coming in, right, to do the show live? I thought this segment we did right here was going to be our portion of the show. Oh, I thought you guys were going to come in and bring me breakfast since it's my 55th birthday. So unless we come in live, we're not going to be on the show is what he's telling oh, us. Oh, no, no, that's not true. It kind of is. No, it's not. Yeah, it's anyway, so you guys aren't coming in live? What day is it again? <laughs> Dude, Friday. today is Thursday, January <laughs> the 11th. Tomorrow, Friday, January the 12th. Well, unlike you, we don't get to do what we want whenever we want, so we'll have to figure out what's going on that day, then I can give you an answer. He's probably not wrong, is he? He is not wrong. Well, it's only 24 hours away, so just think about it between now and tomorrow, okay? So this segment we record for Friday. <laughs> I time travel. No, you're the one who pulled the curtain back, so it's back. <laughs> You've said on more than one occasion these are pre-recorded. You, Live not on me. Tape. Right, you do it at the beginning of every show. Yeah, yeah, but do people really <laughs> listen? Allegedly, dude. I got to tell you, I listen to so many podcasts while on the honeymoon. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not joking. I, I am not exaggerating, guys. To tell you, I bet I listen to. 40 to 45 hours of podcast. I've started listening to Bill Burr's again as of about a week ago. Are you a big JFK guy? i got to get Tony Sears back here. On I've the listened to three episodes of the Carl Reiner. Is that not great? The Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we're caught up. The very last one, 
was yesterday was mm. yesterday on Wednesday where he names everything. I haven't listened to it the yet. The last one I listened to was when they were talking to the doctor and said, oh, yeah, this, the back of the skull was definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, are you a JFK guy or do you? You're too young probably to care, aren't you? Well, he's a history guy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We've been watching the, the History Channel dropped a new JFK documentary about two months ago, and it's narrated by Peter Coyote. And tax deduction number one would listen to Peter Coyote read the ingredients of a Tums packet. <laughs> so we've been watching that one. That's phenomenal too. It's a uh, good. It's, and there's no overlap between that one and the Ron. None. Well, I don't know what this is going to say about me, but let me pull this podcast up. The one I've been uh, listening to most recently, uh, real dictators. So it, it's you know just the worst people in human history and i've been listening to a podcast about every single one of them says a lot about you jonathan yeah. the pod to aspire to he's the pod right prince, prince of, darkness. of darkness oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> John. or if you're you lucky, looked a little nervous there for a second <laughs> or or if you're lucky the prince of death <laughs> oh wow anyway but uh but yeah it's good you got to get caught up because i want to talk about it there's okay. a lot for us to talk about so do that in the next week or so so we can uh dude you want to listen to it too i mean it, and it's very entertaining they're quick moving they're like 40 minutes each they're not like super what's funny long. is at the end of it they read soledad o'brien reads the credits and it's like two people that do 900 things one of his name is Kiros. Yeah, uh, audio Kiros, catering Kiros, <laughs> uh, editing Kiros. Yeah, lighting not wrong. Kiros. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, you got to get into that so we can watch it or watch it so we can talk about it on here. Okay, yep. maybe we can even you know Tony Sears and I remember we did a whole Who Killed JFK podcast ourselves where we talked about stuff. He had the interesting theory. You'll love this one that. Uh, the way Jay, uh, Kennedy's head blew, you know, the top of his head basically blew back. Yeah. He had a theory. Did y'all hear him talk oh, about some this? Some people this think was it was a CIA guy. No, no, not. But Secret, Secret Service. Service. Yeah. But an accident. They re- There's a theory out there that, and if you look at it, it's only, when you watch the Zapruder film, it's almost perfect that you see this, the Secret Service guy running after the first shot is shot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he falls forward a little bit, and then the CIA guy, or now you got me saying CIA. Secret Service. The Secret Service guy is running towards Kennedy and uh, Miss Kennedy, and they think maybe his gun, and it, they think it was accidental that his gun discharged, and that's how his head went back. I don't think I don't think so either, yeah. but I'm just saying that, but that's a theory. Yeah. That's, that's one of the hundreds of theories that are out there, so we got to do that. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday's uh, birthday game. Why don't you tell us about our title sponsor over there, uh, Goeco Technology uh, Service Providers. Uh, <laughs> it's Noza. <laughs> Although uh, Jacques thinks that's hilarious. So. Well, Jacques knows the bargain when he sees one. There you go. But uh, you know, great company. Uh, Jacques's a great guy. You, you, all the people that work for him, they they just do. What was that? I, I was trying to. <laughs> he took a sip of uh, ginger ale. It was a little audio verite. I didn't mean for the whole show to stop just because <laughs> I went. Ah. Was it that good, though, for you to go, ah, I'm not talking anymore? <laughs> Continue, If, I, if dear, I move Jonathan. a pair of scissors too much, you uh, you get distracted, so I don't want to hear it zippy. <laughs> anyway. Why you zip uh, on this? <laughs> wow. I got something you can zip on. Yeah, I don't have my there a while. Good <laughs> Lord. Do I need to put both of you in a corner? I know Come on. nobody puts baby in a corner, right? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Which one of us is baby? He's Jerry Orbach. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, you know, great company. Uh, they've, they've done a lot for, for the show, obviously, by sponsoring this and 
providing us with that Canon MF420 copier that we haven't brought up much recently, but it's still going strong. Still uh, going I know strong. I get letters all the time, people. How's the Canon MF420 copier? Well, I'm not going to write back because I don't care about people. Mm. But uh, Brian does, and he wants everybody to know that that copier is doing it famously. By the way, speaking of it, can I interrupt you just for a moment? Please I do. already have. The holiday invitational people forgot to get it from me, so I had it throughout the whole holiday season. <laughs> Why bring it up? Well, they don't listen to the show, so I'm not that worried about it. But uh, remember, they were supposed to take it for the holiday invitational, so I don't know what they did with copies at the at the holiday I invitational. I think I heard they were chiseling into stone. I was there told Charlie wrote out, hand wrote everything. Yeah. Hand wrote out every statistic. <laughs> yeah, two to three thousand times. Wow. Good for him. Okay, go ahead. But, you know, they're they're a great company. And if you want to see what they can do for your business, you need to give Jacques a call. At? 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or visit his website at goecoNC.com. What is goeco.com or bucklesberry.com. I love That's it. Right. Speaking just doing the number again, it reminded me right before the Christmas holiday and before we took off for the holidays and everything, went to an ECU football or base, uh, blah, went to an ECU basketball game game and your biggest fan harry cagle was at the game hello mr cagle uh, he's listening right now he listens to he told me he listens to both hours of the show he listens now he doesn't do it live in the 7 to 9 a.m he listens to the 3 to 5 p.m then he can skip through and find us pretty much yeah but uh anyway so but he knew and jacques Pasolek was sitting right there beside me because i took jacques to the game to the ecu game he knew the phone number from us doing the phone number all oh, the time oh boy that's some good advertising there we got we got some cool points that's when, right when harry cagle recited 252-286-5354 to jacques Pasolek who was sitting there beside us oh man it's well. all about the cake baby indeed it is indeed it is <laughs> hey uh <laughs> Uh, it's tied one-to-one one going into this. Uh, of course, like I said, uh, Brian Hanks' uh, birthday eve. <laughs> so, uh, she's been the lead guitarist for this band in all its inceptions. It's There have been different members of the band throughout, but they've been broke up, got back together three times. It's, blonde, it's not Susanna Hoffs is not the lead guitarist. It's not her. Katie, I can't think of her name. She's the blonde. Yep. Vicki? Peterson. You blow my mind, John Dawson. In all sincerity, you blow my mind. No, I was saying that with a hand-to-God thing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Vicki Peterson. Yeah. But, you know, they've broke up and got back together. They're in their third inception now. Mm -hmm. And uh, even Susanna Haas hasn't been with them all three inceptions of the band. I did not know that. Yep. But Vicki Peterson has been all three. I think she's the main songwriter, too. She is. Uh, I was going to play Hazy Shade of Winter, but that's what I usually play. And that's a cover. It's not It is a cover. Yeah, this is theirs. Eternal Flame. The Bangles. Vicki Peterson. Jonathan Massey. How old is she today? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know if they wrote this one either now that I think of it. I don't think they did. That harmony right there. I'm not playing. That harmony right there just gets me, man. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Vicki Peterson. uh, Jonathan Massey. 70. You say 70. What do you say, John Dawson? 66. Did you know that? I knew she was in her mid-60s. Yeah, but usually you'll go one down. You got it right on the nose, dude. She was born January the 11th, 1958. She is indeed 66 years old today. What can I tell you, Brian? Dude, all I... I didn't think I could admire you or respect you any more than I already do. And yet, 
here we are. Mm. Found some more water at the end of, deep into the pool. <laughs> you're a fan. You told me like I remember last year you said not a. I think you were like neutral plus. I don't think you're like a crazy fan ever. This is Real Love off her 1992 album. What's the 411? It's you'll know it soon. Jody Watley. Mary J. Blige. Oh. I thought I remembered you saying last year you No, no. I, I'm, I'm neutral. Okay. Mary J. Blige. How old is she today, John Dawson? Mm. 60. Uh, you say 60. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 59. She was born January the 11th, 1971, dude. She's only 53. I don't. I don't follow her. So okay. I just. Uh, I'm only seven years off. <laughs> Mary J. Blige. Anyway, okay. Uh, so it's tied up one to one. He it forgot. Goes he to- forgot. He announced the age. I know what that was. <laughs> you did. You forgot. You said I her didn't age. forget anything. Ha! Uh, Paul needs his pills in 2024. There you go. It goes to you, Jonathan Massey. <laughs> she was in the whole nine yards and other movies. She's just beautiful she is she's beautiful that's all i got to say it's sandra bullock no oh i don't know amanda pete amanda pete she oh, was okay. uh uh sign one of seinfeld's 80 girlfriends i know you're talking about yeah <sighs> lovely lovely amanda keep pete. it easy but i don't have any plastic bags <laughs> okay watch it you know who we're talking about Yeah, on Seinfeld, he and (coughs) Jerry and George decided to combine forces and add up to one guy to try to be able to date. That's (coughs) one that you're right. You're right. She had the dude. Yeah, she was dating. Jerry was dating her. We're in towels, George. Towels. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Amanda Pete over there, Jonathan Massey. 51. You say 51. What do you say, John Dawson? 50. She'd have gone the other direction. It'd been perfect. She was born January the 11th, 1972. She's 52 today. So, uh, Jonathan Matthew, you take a two-to-one lead. It goes to you, John Dawson. He's the younger and less talented brother of Jeff. It's NASCAR driver Brett Bodine. And the reason I even included him, because he won his one race in the Winston Cup Series at North Wilkesboro in 1990. In 1990. North Wilkesboro, you know where I'm from, Wilkes County. I'm, I'm trying not to go yeah. into a deluge yeah, of yeah, please don't. jokes. How old today is Brett Bodine over there, John Dawson? I don't have a clue under God's heaven. Um, well, he won his only race in 1990. I don't know if that How was he when he won his race? He was, oh, you almost got me. He did. <laughs> 70? You say 70. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 68. Uh, He was actually born January 11th, 1959, so he's 65 today, 65 years old. Was always one of my favorite drivers. He drove uh, the the green, uh, oh, my gosh, what was the spot? Quaker State, uh, Buick, I believe. Mm -hmm. Always liked him. I thought he was a a good driver. Uh, The last one here is a – and you've already clinched today, Jonathan Massey. You win today 3-1. to Still – We'll still get this one in anyway. Uh, she passed away in 2022 at her own hand, but she was one half of this band. Judds. 
Naomi Judd. Pickering Bowden's version of this was Mama, He's Lazy. <laughs> okay. Well, no, this is Grandpa. Tell me about the good times. I'm th thinking about Mama, He's Crazy. Right here, I'll play Mama, He's Crazy. She's always made me sad, man. She struggled with a lot of depression and mm -hmm. that type stuff and was going to be receiving, like, the Country Music Association uh, Lifetime Achievement Award mm -hmm. and took her own life. I mean, it just shows you. You look up to people and you think they got everything, and sometimes they don't. Yeah, it's Anthony Bourdain. Yep, there you go. Uh, Naomi Judd over there, Jonathan Massey. How old would she be today if uh, she hadn't passed away two years ago? 75. You say 75. What about you, John Dawson? 76. She was born January the 11th, 1946. She is. Uh, she would be 78 today, so you get that one, John Dawson. Doesn't matter because Jonathan Massey had already clinched the day. <coughs> I thought you were getting ready to say something. Uh, so uh, congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You lead two days to one. Uh, what was it again? Uh, Mama, they, he's lazy. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Uh, to the local birthdays, uh, a coach at Green Central when you were there, B.J. Bass. Remember Coach Bass? Was yeah. girls basketball coach and taught P.E. there, right? I think she ended up being athletic director for a time. She was athletic, A.D. for a while, probably for eight or nine years at least. So uh, today's her birthday. And then a former uh, Kinston fire chief and now Newburn fire chief and just a terrible, terrible story that happened with him with uh, his son. We talked about that at the end of last year about his son passing away in a car wreck. And we still, today's his birthday, Damian Locklear, but uh, we send our, still our, our love and our, and our thoughts to him, uh, just a terrible situation that nobody in this room wants to even think about. But a happy birthday, Chief Locklear. Happy birthday, Coach Bass. And if today is your birthday, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the 1,000th show on Brian's 55th birthday on the, on the birthday game presented by GoEco. Technology service providers. No, it's singular. It is singular. It's technology service provider. Hey, uh, thank you so much to uh, Wells Gulledge, to uh, Jamal Kroom in our first hour, my good friend Jason Bryant, and uh, uh, Donald Ingram in our second hour. Tomorrow's show, the 1,000th show, we've got a bunch of surprises for you tomorrow. Paul Whittington, IP, Brian North, just a bunch of fun stuff. We'll see you tomorrow on the 1,000th edition of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.